0: how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Coffee with the Captain. Today I'm joined by my special guest. How special you are. Special Ed. (laughs) Special. Special Ed. (laughs) Too many concussions. (laughs) And today I'm joined by my special guest, Joel, the Traveling Angler. What's going on, brother? Good to see you. Good to see you. So today we wanted to talk to you a little bit about sheep's head. Sure. So... Right now is just a great time of year for us with Sheepshead, and Joel has got something really neat uh, to show us, I think. Oh, the new jig? The new jig. Yeah, these, they're the bottom sweeper
1: jig. Uh, I just did a video on them. Um, The owner sent them out to me. Let me pull these out, one of these. Let me hold this up. And it's, uh, it's a banana jig. Uh, it's a patented design by Bottom Sweeper. And it, it's balanced. I know they can't see this, but um, you can see that hook stays up no matter what. It is pretty neat. Instead the, of, yeah, th- these ones. The
0: style where the.
1: It, it hangs down, yeah. Because yeah. what is this one? This one's a swing jig. Right. And that, was, and and that, that one's that's a shorter, shorter shank. This one here's a little longer. Mm-hmm. And I know the shorter shank helps with, um, like, it snagging up less because there's less out there to grab onto stuff. Yeah. But with this swinging around, I mean, these, when I'm fishing the bottom and it's bouncing with the current, I end up losing, I don't know, four or five of these a day when I'm out fishing. Yeah, Because they're just getting hung up on stuff. I don't know if it's because this hook that's swinging around, um, you know, there's just a lot more... Playing it to where it'll snag up on things. Where this one, when you have your line on it, because you know how you keep tension. Right. So as it's bouncing, it's doing this and it rolls over stuff. Yeah. So you can feel it, like if you're drifting the current with it, you can feel it on the line. Um, You'll feel it bouncing over the rocks and stuff. But like these ones, you'll feel it bounce and then all of a sudden you feel like you have a bite, you know? Yeah. And then you like, and it's stuck on something, you know. Where these, they don't, they flow freely until it's back behind your boat.
0: Now, that's something that uh, fishing with you, I started doing different. I used to, uh, when I would put my bait on, put a crab on, or a shrimp, I would usually let the hook tip just barely stick out. And my thought was, it would, like... A scale on the tip of the hook can keep you from setting the hook sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I thought by having that that tip just barely exposed, that I would have better hookups. But when I started fishing with you, you were burying the hook completely in the bait, mm-hmm. so it was totally hidden. And I had a, and maybe it was just the day, but I had a better hookup ratio uh, by doing that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So and and the jig that you gave me to use. I don't think it was the banana jig. No, it was these was it, ones. Was it the yeah. sweeper style? Yeah. Uh, it's It actually worked better for me than the Carolina rig or the split shot, which mm-hmm. I've been fishing the split shot rig, I think, for the last two years, pretty much exclusively when it comes to sheep's head. Mm-hmm. I, I knew there were other things out there. I just hadn't been fishing the jigs. So I did order some of the bottom sweeper jigs, and I'm really looking forward to uh, getting these in. And they come in in different sizes. And I see this is uh, three eighths here. Mm-hmm. What size is that? The, this is three eighths, and one that's not, the one, one that you've been have. been really yeah. wearing the fish out with.
1: Yeah, and I'll, I mean I'll adjust it based on current. Um, you know, if it's ripping, and I want it to sit by the dock or the structure, you can go with the heavier ones. I think they
0: have them up to like three ounces. Well, now, I so did buy, I went that. ahead and ordered uh, mm-hmm. multiple packs of each, but I got the quarter ounce, the three-eighths three ounce, and then the half ounce. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if the current's heavier than that, I may have to look at something different. But uh, normally that, that three-eighths is, is a pretty good weight for me in most situations. Mm-hmm. And I figure in the faster current, that half ounce would probably do the... Well, trick.
1: but even the 3.8, so I was surprised because I'd been fishing my buddy Harry, he's the one that turned, well, I turned him onto it by sharing a video, so he went and bought it from another YouTuber, but um, he has heavier ones, and I was using heavier ones, and Dan Schaefer, the owner of Bottom Sweeper Jigs, uh, he sent me these ones, and I was thinking 3.8 ounce was going to be too light, But we were fishing a pretty good Russian current and it was actually, it bounced real nice over those rocks and moved with the current and I was still, it was heavy enough to keep line tension. Right. But light enough to feel the bite. So we were fishing heavier ones the other day and I switched out to these right after I got them and uh, and I, I, I think I caught like six fish where the guys with the heavier ones were missing them.
0: And that happened to me with the Carolina rig trying to fight that current. I would get so much lead on there that I couldn't feel the sheeps said yeah. pick up the crab yeah. and and you know there's always a little bit of even when you're when you're trying to keep tension you you really can't. The tension is between your reel or your rod tip and the weight and the weight yeah and and you get too much weight there and the crab you know I've got 18 inches a leader and the crab is floating up the sheephead's got it and he's moved on or he's ate the bait and I may not feel that that bite and then uh you know the rest of the tackle not just the weight but you know too heavy a line and and some of the other issues so uh like I said fishing the other day with you we had uh much better results going with that lighter. Oh yeah, jig head. Yeah, now, I'm. I, I'm a big fan of the jig head. I like the sweeper, so I'm really interested to see how these uh, bottom sweepers work. So
1: the first time I used these, I was fishing the. Um, what's this one called? The loose hook one. Uh, anyways. <laughs> these ones, <laughs> it's a different type of sweeper, swing jig. Swing jig, yeah. Sheep's head jig. Um, I was using these, and I was hooking up. But I'd fight them for about one 1,000, two 1,000, and then I'd come flying out. And I know they weren't spitting it. Not, like, I didn't have them hooked, I don't think. I think yeah. they had this ball in their mouth. So, like, while it's sitting down there, they come, and you know how the big ones suck it in? Right. So I think it was all getting in their mouth. And so then when I set the hook, their mouth shut. So I'm fighting them. And then they realize and they open their mouth. And I think because, see how that was just tangled up like that? Right. You know? So then that'll fly out of the mouth without getting the <coughs> hook. As soon as I put these on, and I'm not lying, I missed maybe 10 fish with this. Where I was catch, getting them to eat. And then I switched to this and I literally cast it out brought in a fish
0: cast out brought in a fish the one that you gave me the day. other day to fish with was a, a football head mm-hmm. style jig but it had the fixed hook and, and I was having better
1: mm-hmm.
0: better hookup ratio and I think that, that was the key and I'm, I'm completely with you I can see where that would happen where this is a longer shank but it still has so much movement it's really made for uh, like a trick worm Mm-hmm. You know I mean that that would be ideal bait for that, but more so for the head, I really like that that fixed hook, and I know too, up north where they're fishing for the taw tog yeah. uh, that's the style jig that they're using for those <laughs> it's actually labeled yeah, tog sheephead it's a tog style jig. Now, I've it seen something similar, but this head design is definitely different. So, he's got a patent on this. Mm hmm. It, it's,
1: from what I know, the design on it is it's perfectly balanced so that it sits on there with that hook up no matter what way you spin it. You know what I mean? That's so, you you're mean. not going to be coming in and grabbing anything this way. Your hook
0: doesn't go sideways, it stays up. Not that it's weedless, but it makes it kind of weedless. Especially with with
1: the crab on there, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And these, I'm actually hooking the crabs differently. Now, if I'm missing bites, I'll do the same thing where I run it through the leg and hide the hook in it, and then the crab sideways on there. Right. But on these, I'll hook them through the back so the crab is actually sitting with his legs out, like he would be on the bottom. And then when they come to eat them, they're getting all that hook in their mouth.
0: So it looks like he's just sitting on that. Yeah, on yeah. That the
1: whole tip of that is hidden inside of him, and then this is coming out like up between his eyes, behind his head. Okay, gotcha. So that when they come, you know how they'll come and and bite the top of the head off, and you just have legs. Right, they're right. getting hooked. Yeah. When it when it and it, I put it dead center, and if they're eating one side or the other, I'll try to like. Pull it to the side and see if it helps.
0: But. No, there's nothing worse than pulling up to check your bait <laughs> and, and you got the back legs on there and your hook is sticking out. Yeah. And that's that's usually how, or how for a long time, and, and was able to catch fish, but for a long time that's how I hooked them. I would go through one of the legs mm-hmm. and come out and, and leave the hook exposed where it looked, you know... To me, I, I thought, well it looks kind of like another leg yeah sticking out. The so other maybe side. they won't notice that hey there's a big hook sticking out of this crab mm-hmm. uh, but having the hook pointing in the right direction, I think is you know that that might just be the key. Well, yeah, so again, I'm really excited about trying these
1: out because they come down if I'm not mistaken, they come down and they eat it like this. So that's the nice thing with this, when you have your tension too, when he bites this, it pulls the line
0: like this. Right, so you feel. It's almost setting the hook itself.
1: Well, yeah, you can feel it when they do that. That gives you that little bit of rod bend. Yeah, once you get that little bit of rod tip bend. Yeah, yeah, once, because these are real sharp too. These are the sharpest hooks I've seen on like the sheep's head stuff. Like see how these curve over a little bit? Right. If you notice this one. It's not. It's straight. perfectly straight, yeah. and yeah, I sharp. think that, sharp. like on this bent, I think maybe you, they can. It'll slide out. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know exactly why these work so much better than these, but I think the hook's
0: sitting straight up. This is my senses. The simple fact is, if I see your cooler full of fish. <laughs> and a photo and this is the jig head you're fishing with oh, yeah. that's what i want to try yeah pink pink chartreuse and orange <laughs> i want to fill my cooler <laughs> full of fish and yeah. if this is what's working i want them i i yeah. need them on my boat and uh, we're definitely going to give them a try so like i said i i went ahead and ordered some um i i you know i'll put a link it's for uh bottom sweeper jigs dot com dot com i'll leave a link in the description uh check them out they're like three bucks three and a half bucks i think for a package um and you don't you don't lose as many i ordered 12 packs i got assorted sizes i you know i want to make sure that no matter what the current is that i've got the right size now the hook size is is a uh 10 uh on all the different weights that i ordered so yeah. on the quarter, the three-eighths, and the half, they all had the same size hook, um, which is funny because I really, I really downsized on my split shot rig to try to help convert some of those bites I was getting mm-hmm. into fish. And I kept going with smaller, stronger hooks, like still the strong size, size four, six, or something like that. Down, all the way down to ones. So, you know, size one, that's what I've been fishing with as of late. And again, it's not like I'm not catching fish, but I feel like I could convert more of those fish. These are a size one. It's offset. I'm sure you can't see that on the camera. That thing is tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. But uh, yeah. And it's an offset hook. That offsets the ticket, know, too. To try to, it helps. again, help create it helps. some of those bites. But it is... A little bit smaller, yeah. not a lot, but just a tad bit smaller. Yep. And that this one does curve around where that one's straight. So, mm-hmm. you know, that could be why I'm missing some of those bites too. If I'm prematurely trying to set the hook, if I feel him pick it up and he's holding his mouth, if I'm pulling it out and, and the hook's not and, then, and you know, pointing in the right direction. Another thing I'm learning
1: <coughs> with the sheep's head is they like they they'll just go for
0: the head cuz they just want that, that juice headman. out yeah. yeah and and well, I like, noticed in your photos that and and I don't know if when you're setting the hook if you're pulling sideways or if you're coming straight up vertically but I did notice that the hook was in the corner of the mouth yeah. on about 90% of those fish it's either the corner or, or dead right center the roof. roof yeah so that, that really it, got me excited because that's that's where you need mm-hmm. it on those sheep's head with all those teeth. I think it's the shape of it. So like when
1: they bite it, when you set that hook, if you notice how that it's smooth transition, you know what I mean? So I think it pulls it right in their mouth. Like it'll just pivot out. The reason I was getting them in the side is because we were drifting docks. Okay, got you. So we're casting up in the shallows, pulling it out to the pylons and letting it run along the pylons.
0: Um I forget where I was going with that so if you were if you were new to sheep's head fishing, yeah th- this is a great uh, a, a great hook to start out with this this bottom sweeper jig. Um, where would you suggest if I'm new to a body of water, how would I pick a spot? Let, let's start with first. If I didn't have a boat okay. and I wanted to go try to catch a sheep's head, where would you suggest I start looking for them? Uh, it
1: depends on area, but like down in Tampa and stuff like that, I saw most of the sheep's head on like rock jetties or where it drops down, you know, 10 wall. foot deep with a rock seawall. They'd hang out yeah. all in there. Um, where here I fish them more around like bridge pilings and stuff like that. So find a pier. Is there a water depth? Does that make a difference? Um, I think time of year and water temperature is probably relevant to where they're at, you know, in the water column. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've heard of people catching them in three foot of water. But I, oh, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like, you caught one in my backyard, and three foot of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my first one, which was bycatch, was in Tampa Bay out by a rig, and there was a little guy freelining shrimp, nowhere near structure. Right. He you know, and, and he was just swimming, dock. and he ate it. Same kind of thing with the bayou. Yeah. You know.
0: And he was, um. He may have been headed to another dock.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but in answer to your question, pretty much so anywhere that you can access rock pilings or structure of any sort, that there's barnacles, crabs, anything like that. Um, I know there's more crabs in brackish water, like fiddlers and stuff like that. They're primarily in brackish. Um, So depending on the time of year, I know here when they're spawning, they go out. Right, so the past yeah. lights up when they're heading out or coming back in. Right. But the rest of the season, if I'm not mistaken, they're up in the brackish water in the bayous and rivers.
0: Generally when we don't target them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're really good cold water fish, and honestly I've never eaten one in the summertime, but I, I, I do know that certain species of fish taste better different times of the year. Mm-hmm. It can't just be in my mind, but like a, a walleye in cold water is a delicious fish. It's it's good to eat, but only in cold water. If you catch them in the summertime, they just don't taste, the meat's not as firm, it's always mm-hmm. a little mushy, and it's just not as good. I've only caught uh, sheep's head in the winter, which our winters here are pretty mild. I don't know what the temperature was today.
1: 70-something. 70 70 <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to winter in Florida, you know. Um, but I'm still cold. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's... The, the water temperature's down. Uh, I think the last time I fished, it, it sun popped out and it actually got up to like... Uh, the water temp was like 65 degrees. And uh, we were in some shallow water and, and that's where we were finding sheep's head mm-hmm. or, or you know, 15 foot, mm-hmm. so relatively shallow.
1: That's pretty yeah. much so what I've been fishing, 8 to 15 foot recently.
0: So, let's see, we talked a little bit about that. Um, just real quick, too, what do the sheep said eat? What else can you catch them on besides the crabs? Sand fleas, fiddler crabs, um, and I can, shrimp. I can put all those... Pieces on this jig head.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, Harry, in my bottom sweeper jig video, <coughs> he actually had a huge shrimp on one of these, like a big old sucker, and he was catching sheep's head on them while well, nice. I was catching them on fiddlers. And then uh, there's another guy and he, Joe, he was doing just little shrimp pieces and he was getting them too. Um, all my bycatch before I started targeting them was on shrimp. But I hear oysters work great. Put them in like a pantyhose or a little sack thing. Right. So it stays on the hook. Uh, I know you can do that with blue crab and stuff too. Chunk up pieces and put it in the sack. Um, sand fleas. I've heard of worms. Really? Worms, yeah.
0: Never, i said i tried worms. a worm. I heard that. But I, I have been wanting to try the oyster thing. And I may shoot a video... On how exactly that works, uh, I know some people that have been really, really successful. And I just talked to a guy. He's a, he's a captain in Alabama. And he was telling me where he... He used to win a lot of the Sheepshead tournaments in, in our area. But he would go to Alabama to catch fish. And the record fish he was catching, he actually gave me some spots to go check out <laughs> So uh, we're going to have to go make that run, I think. Um, but I really do want to try the oysters uh, just to see if they work as well as, mm-hmm. as I think they could. They're definitely going to put a lot of scent in the water if you put them in that bag. So that, that may be enough to uh, chum up the fish. Yeah. And then uh, I was actually talking to a guy who was telling me he uses the frozen Oysters. hmm I've heard of cooked ones too, because they stay on the hook better. And the cooked ones. So I, Guys
1: you know in Louisiana that, swear by Cajun. <laughs> Cajun, Cajun, Cajun. Season. I'm not uh, joking. I believe they it. They had fish picks. <laughs> hey, if you if you got pigs it's hard to argue with. And then another thing, chumming. Right. It, it, it night and day. We were fishing these pylons and Joe and Harry weren't scraping. And I'd scrape, 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 wait a little bit, drop my bait down, yank a fish out, get them off, get them in the cooler, scrape, scrape, scrape. And I caught like three fish Well, they weren't getting any action. So I've definitely noticed that when I scrape or knock barnacles or whatever off of the structure, it definitely helps, get them over in the area.
0: Now, I, I do know in certain areas you're not allowed to to scrape. So that's something you need to check your local fishery and make sure that, you know, in your area you can do that. But it really does almost any kind of fishing you're doing, chum is kind of a. If it's legal. Yeah, as long as it's legal.
1: Like Colorado, we can't chum for anything. All freshwater, they don't allow it. That's interesting. Yeah, you can't pull live bait from the body of water and use it
0: either. You have to bring your bait. That's insane. Have a receipt.
1: <laughs> that's
0: insane. That's all we do. You go catch a live bait and immediately drop it right back down on the spot.
1: Absolutely. That's
0: the natural forage. That's what the fish are there eating just naturally. So why would you not want to use that bait? That's, that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, a dinner bill. Let's go eat. Huh? <laughs> it's time to eat. Hey, until next time, I've been Captain James. I'm Joel. (laughs) We're both hoping you have a latte fun fishing on your next adventure. I'm out. Right, and then,
1: you, you know, you test it, you pull it up.